You're listening to the IVP Heat Seekers Podcast, part of the RotoHeat.com family of podcasts. Welcome back, everybody, to the IDP Heat Seekers, not currently live stream, but podcast and uh, at a future date show. I'm your host, Brad Menendez, and uh, I'd say as always with me, but that's not true this time because Craig is away this evening, enjoying some quality family stuff, so we hope uh, he enjoys his evening off, and uh, we'll make him work twice as hard next week, but Paul's with me, as always, my main man. Paul, how we doing, brother? Hola, hola. Uh, we're filming this on a Friday night. Work week's over. That's always what you want to hear. College football starts this this weekend. NFL. We're filming this on Friday, or we're doing this on Friday night. We've had football, and we will have football this weekend. It's it's exciting. Outside of it being uh, forty five outside, you know, <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. Getting there. It's you're you're definitely starting to feel. I mean this. You know, these last couple of days have definitely started feeling like fall weather, at least down here. It's been, um, yep. you know, right now I think it's like 63, but there's a cool, crisp breeze out there. I'm like, this feels like fall. We're here. Uh, and it was. It was football. I mean, it was mediocre defensive one team's mediocre defensive football, and another team looked like they just won the Super Bowl and are going to try to do it again. Uh, you know, so. I, but I can't complain. The only thing I struggle with is the four-day work week feels like a five-day work week when you have a holiday like you get it uh-huh. you get a day off and then it feels like there's five days worth of crap in four days and it's always exhausting so i'm glad it's the weekend as well but yeah i felt that way that way also you start hating you know work a little more when you're on because it comes at you that much harder yeah 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 i agree glad yeah, it's done it is you know so, um, obviously, we are recording this on a Friday. We're, we're going to be talking week two, but we want to talk real briefly about what we saw uh, from the Chiefs and the Texans game because there were some interesting developments. Um, in, the, in the Roto Heat team chat, and if you're, if you're not part of the community, you need to because it's a great community. It's growing. We're adding more and more people. And for those that are watching this on YouTube, thank you guys you know, for liking and subscribing and doing the things. And if you haven't, you better because it's great. Um, we've been talking about, uh, I think it was either you or Craig, one of you guys put out stats on last night's game and the linebacking stats from Houston were quite disheartening. You know, Zach Cunningham basically took the most reps, but even that wasn't all that many, uh, overall. I mean, it basically made you think, Ooh, is there a linebacker in Houston that you can even play this year? I mean, uh, it was like 80% of the snaps or something. Well, besides, well, besides Oh, Cunningham, yeah, yeah. you mean? Cunningham's kind of clearly the only guy, but you know, I thought McKinney would have value, and he only played. I thought it was like sixty percent of the snaps, and it was quite disheartening. Yeah, I remember thinking three years ago, maybe four, now that he was. I mean, I remember when McKinney was just like on that LB one two yep. edge. And I looked at somebody and said, yeah, Cunningham's, he, he's just going to walk in and take that and got laughed at by people. And now you look at it and you go, can you even uh, throw um, McKinney even out there? And the answer's, yeah, probably not. He's kind of a low ceiling, higher floor guy. And, you, you know. That's yeah, it. I mean, the, the talent's there, and it's really surprising that the Houston's, the way their defense deploys these linebackers, I'm really surprised at how it's how it's rolled out. I thought McKinney would do better than he was, but 
basically outside of Cunningham, I'm steering clear. But there was a pleasant surprise in the secondary. Uh, Eric Murray turned in, uh, you just said, seven tackles? Yeah, he had four and three. Um, they used him at corner. I actually looked it up when they were right after he made a solo from playing corner and thought, ooh, is this someone that you can have out there as a CB1? But most sites are listing him as a safety. They might update it, but he might be someone that you can throw out there as a streaming option every week because he played lots of snaps. And again, if if the defenses or if the sites are becoming a little more conscious of the positions, maybe you can play him at corner if they update it. Yeah, I saw I saw Sleeperhead updated. Um, they moved a bunch of linebacker defensive ends to linebacker. Uh, I saw somebody post in one of the chats and. and you know, it seems like these sites are trying to stay on top of it better, you know, and that's a tough thing is you really have to be on top of it because how these defenses run nowadays, there's so much hybrid activity and they've got guys playing all over the place. I mean, we saw J.J. Watt lining up inside as a D tackle quite a bit, uh, and then you saw him on the outside some. I mean, it was, you know, it's scheme dependent. So depending on who he was, who they were trying to get him to match up with, you know, you heard a lot on the broadcast, they were trying to match up Watt over Fulton and, and some of these things where you get the mismatch. It's you know, in some of these other positions, you're you're moving them from safety to corner or linebacker to the end. I mean, you you know, there has to be some flexibility there. Yeah. Also, I thought that Blacklock looked like he he deserved uh, first round consideration. I know they had the draft before, but he looked like someone that was holding his own. I know there were four or five CEH carries inside the five yard line. All five of them, them. Blacklock shoved the middle right right back in his face. And I looked at it and went, as a CEH owner, I went, uh. And then, and then I rewatched it, and I'm like, hey, Blacklock. Hmm. I said I said that in February. He was going to be good. <laughs> like, yeah, well, okay. you could tell that well, Blacklock and DJ Reader hurt them, but you could see that he was filling that quickly. And yeah. You know, I remember saying that a couple yes. times while watching the game. Like, man, they really could have used DJ Reader because, you know, CEH was – there was just gaps. I mean, because they were getting physically just manhandled at the line. It's like they don't have – you know, J.J. Watt is more of a, a penetrating, try to get up the field, get after the passer. Like, when it comes to the runs, he was getting moved around a little bit. And it was like, oh, they really needed – you know. But then Blacklock looked surprisingly good for his first game and, you know, and, and especially his first live action, really. I mean – you know, how much really were they hitting each other in practice, you know? Um, yeah. Also, the Texans' defensive ends might be hopeless. The true defensive really ends. Bad. I'm not saying what. I'm considering him inside for sake of this yeah, argument. They're rough. Their true ends are... They might well, have I mean, issues. It doesn't, it doesn't help that they, they don't, don't have any draft capital to fix that. I mean, what do they got? Thirds and fourths next year? I think the earliest they pick, you know. Yeah. I have I have issues seeing that they can be a juggernaut offense without Hopkins. Mainly because the, the only score Johnson had was because Casey's 
backers are, um, they might have problems also, but they don't have a juggernaut offense, Houston, and they don't have defensive ends to hold up. They might be in for a long season. And, and I know they played KC, but you start playing somebody else, Tennessee's going to look at that and go, well, Derrick Henry, eat. Well, look at the um, first, their first four games are like, against playoff teams. I know they face the Ravens. I think they face the Titans. And then... Yeah, that's 0-3. Let's see. Houston's schedule. So let's see. I knew they... Their first four games were all playoff teams, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh, no. So they got the Ravens, the Steelers, the Vikings, then Jaguars, then Titans. So they got, you know, what what are they? Maybe two and four, you know? One. one. They'll beat the Jaguars, but anyone else that's like, eh, I'll bet the other I I think they've got a chance against the Jaguars, but even that, the Jaguars... They at least have enough range that they could catch Johnson. They've got corners that and safeties that could cover Fuller because he was really the only receiver that was causing Kansas City any trouble. And even that, I can't say it was trouble. I mean, he went eight for one twelve, but they could easily, you know, they could easily be one, maybe two, if the Vikings really aren't developing. But they're not beating the Steelers, not beating the Ravens, they're not beating the Titans. And then even after that, they face the Packers. I mean, it's not like it gets any easier, so. Billy yeah. O might not be on the might not be around much longer. All right. Yeah, there would be a lot of Houston fans that'd be happy. Yeah, with them. I mean, in any of the fantasy leagues, the chats that I that I have uh, that have Houston people in them, I mean, none of them like him. I'm like, man, you know, I don't really, I don't. He's he's made them playoff contenders every year, but that doesn't really, you know. Detroit was all on the Jim Caldwell bandwagon for three years because he made them playoff contenders, but. They booted him because he just couldn't do anything, you know. So it's like, great, you're in the playoffs, but if you're getting just kicked in the teeth, what does it what does it matter? So, yeah, and they don't have the upside without. Yeah, I, I'm not going to repeat <laughs> what you just said. Yeah. So poor Deshaun Watson, and uh, I was glad to see Fuller from an offensive side at least stayed healthy. So that was a plus. <clears throat> On the down though. Your boy, Gay, saw exactly as many defensive snaps as you or I, I was did. Disappointed, because did I think he got some special teams reps, and that was about it. I really thought, with yeah. as bad as Kansas yeah. City's linebackers looked, that he would at least got a shot. I mean, you know, let the rookie go in there and try to missile somebody and just make a you know, make a play. But I thought for sure, at least when they were up in the fourth. I mean, obviously, I wasn't looking for him specifically. But you thought you'd throw him out there for a, f- mm-hmm. a few snaps. This I now have legit con- um, concerns. He's gonna. I don't want to say see the field at all, but I don't know if he's someone you can throw out there fantasy wise this year. I know it's one week. I know he came in raw. <sighs> no snaps. Ugh that one has to hurt anyone who drafted him. I'm not saying that you were looking for any immediate impact, but 
you want yeah, to see it something. Makes, it definitely makes me think that he's not ready, which being a raw prospect, I mean, you know, the, he'd had a year off of college football after decking his teammates. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that, uh, that he might not have been ready, but it definitely makes me think with not seeing the field at all, that he, he probably will be uh, on the pine until late in the year or barring injury, which for fantasy, that sucks. I mean, hopefully you stashed him on your taxi squad. If you got him. Um, the few places that I got him, I think I'd have to verify, but I think I have him on the taxi squad. Uh, just hoping that he can develop in time. We'll see. I mean, if he can't beat out what they've got right now, which is not much, I mean, there's definitely some concern there. Yeah, I'm uh, as a hater, quote on quote of 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 his. If I was a fan of his, of his, just see the field for five percent of snaps, ten percent of snaps. Okay, they've made in the. Chiefs have said, okay, fine, uh, you need experience. Let's get you said experience. Uh, they're not making the effort, and that's concerning, especially when they have basically street free agents in front of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, Hitchens, Damian Wilson, and Ben Neiman were the guys that were really getting the playing time. You know, I, and the thing that still keeps me – sitting hopeful is the fact that they made him a second round pick. I know it was a late second round pick, but the guy hadn't played football in a year and they still were willing to take a chance on him at that early in a draft. So I think in time they, you know, but I mean, look at their, their defense was perfectly fine. And even with their suspect linebacking core. So <clears throat> I'm still cautiously optimistic and I'm not going to do anything, you know, just like I'm not going to go crazy trying to get CEH yeah. just because he had one good game. I'm not going to go crazy trying to sell Willie Gay because he didn't have a game. Uh, and, and I, you know, this just tells you as a, if you're a gay fan, wait, let him sit for the season on a taxi squad, hopefully, um, or on, a, you know, if you're, if you're a deep and not a deep IDP, you know, he'll sit on the waiver wire. Nobody's going to jump on him. Uh, you know, but I typically play in deeper IDP league. So I, I wanted to make sure I had him. So, yeah. As far as the seasonal leagues, oh, yeah. Gay is releasable. Easily, yeah. easily releasable at this agree. point. Obviously not right. dynasty. Well, but... it's seasonal, I don't think you're owning any of these linebackers. I don't think you're really going to get value out of them on a weekly basis. I mean, they're just not, they're not trustworthy enough with as many good linebackers that are in the NFL right now. I would look elsewhere anyway. I'd consider owning Hitchens if you're playing three each. Yeah, I mean, he'll probably get you the tackles, but, but he's not really going to wow you. Yeah, but we're talking way deeper leagues the than average. Yeah. normal. Agreed. So, All right, so we're going to get into, is there any other news that we need to talk about? Anything else that you wanted to bring up from the game? Not, okay. Not really. I mean, we're doing the, the defensive side, and it was really funny watching the team to chat last night and I was the only one who was really high on CEH and it was funny just sitting there watching everyone. Yeah, this guy's good. This guy's good. Sitting there like, hmm. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I it was I kind of fun. I but yeah, that's a, that's another reason to join up. You can, uh, um, you can see reactions as they happen and sometimes 
they're hilarious. Shameless yeah. plug I there, guys. <laughs> Join the link. I'll say I still give me Cam Akers over him. I still like Cam Akers better, but that's just. I'm wearing an FSU <laughs> shirt. I understand. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and that's the tough thing is I immediately in all the, whether it was our Discord or the group me chats for my actual leagues, like people are just, I'm like, guys, he's playing a suspect Houston defense that's basically stepping aside and letting him just gouge them. Come on, breathe. Let's see him face a defense that stops the run. See him do, you know, I'm like, breathe. Everybody, you know, I saw able to some guys just like foaming at the mouth. I'm like, whew. Somebody, somebody's overpaying him. Nine firsts, throwing a second. Nine firsts and throwing a second, HR, everybody. You're trading him right now because people are going to overpay it. like gangbusters. Do it. You could probably get, you know, the number one back in the draft, Jonathan Taylor. You could probably get him plus multiple firsts after this one. No. Oh, why would you make that move? You go for Acres. He's better than him anyway. Hey, I just said the number one. The guy that was taken in most drafts that I saw was Taylor. I'm not saying he's my favorite. I'm just saying if that's your, you know, if that's your put. You, I mean, right now with the way the hype is, you could probably even go bigger. Go, you know, hey. Let's do a Saquon Ceh trade, or you know, or something crazy like that. I mean, like I'm, I saw one guy was trying to do a, a Saquon trade, and he posted his his team in our chats, and I'm like, I'm trading Saquon. Like, there's nothing that other team was gonna give me that would, you know, I'm like, if you've got an elite running back, those are hard to come by. I'm not trading them easily. I mean, you've got to, you've basically got to pay the farm, and it's just crazy, you know. That's offense. That's for another day. I just, it's just, it's wild to me how people get on a tangent because of one game. They haven't even gotten through week one. It's literally the one game, you know? So. Joe's getting a shout out on the IDP show and he didn't even realize it. I'm sure. He didn't even realize it. So anyways, we should get going. Uh, Week two has got Uh, a lot of games, a lot of of interesting matchups. Basically how we're going to handle this throughout the season. We're just going to kind of talk through I'll throw out the matchups, um, you know, who's going against who, and we can kind of talk about maybe some guys that we like. Um, we'll go quickly through it, you know, for, for those that are listening that may not have listened before. We're trying to keep it during the season to about a half hour, 45 minutes, give you some good content, give you some good information leading into your IDP lineup setups, uh, and it'll drop every every Monday post, uh, you know, post the week, so or preparing for the week. So after week one, you'll get week two's episode and so on and so forth. So, Game one, uh, Thursday night, Bengals Browns. This should be interesting. I think I think Miles Garrett will eat uh, potentially, especially young quarterback, um, a young offensive line that there's some nice pieces on. But I think Miles Garrett's kind of the big sexy name here. But there's guys on both sides that I like. What do you think about this matchup? Are there some guys that you're super excited about? Yeah, besides the obvious ones. Um... I'm really interested in watching Pratt and Logan Wilson, um, essentially because they've had injuries at the other spots. And these are names that we've been saying for eight, nine months now are someone to keep an eye on if the situation hits. Um, and obviously with injuries, those are going to be situations that are going to hit. Um, I think you might see a, Dunlap sack this week. Um, I'm not overly high on him, but if you're going to throw him out there, 
This is the week for it. Um, those are the three names outside of the obvious. Um, yeah, I, what did you for think? Me, when I was looking at the matchup, I was like, man, it's either going to be Dunlap or Hubbard. One of those two is going to get the quarterback. Um, so I, yeah, you're, you're basically just saying, okay, uh, which one do I think is going to get more tackles and hit the quarterback? You know, uh, I'd be okay with either or, um, linebacker side on the other side intrigues me because I want to see Sione Takitaki should be in the lineup. Um, should be starting him or Mac Wilson. I want to see them and Jacob Phillips. Jacob Phillips is probably not going to see the field though. I believe he's a uh, second stringer right now, uh, but Mac Wilson, Sione Takitaki, I'm interested in seeing, uh, other than that, you know, you kind of know who you're starting. If you're a corner, um, you're probably not starting any of the Browns because their, their corners are Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams. So, um, you know, I, I'll be interested to see how Ronnie Harrison is deployed in this defense and that, you know, the recent trade, uh, target from or acquisition from the Jaguars. But those are kind of the bigger names that I want to see. Um, and then some guys that I think will be interesting to watch uh, come game time. Uh, one of the reasons I did mention Wilson, uh, or I'm sorry, um, oh, ha, yeah. Phillips, was because Wilson's out between four and six. So fast uh, forward. Oh, two right, to four. Right. He's out. So he's probably not out there yep. for the first month. Um, so just basically it means more snaps uh, for the others in theory. And Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Mac Wilson's out. out. He'll be out this week. Uh, two to four weeks from right now. Yeah, he'll be gone another. Four to six when he initially had that yeah, news. You're right. He's still going to be on the bench or on the shelf. Uh, okay, so next game, Broncos-Steelers. Uh, we missed the news and notes. Von Miller's out for the year. Sucks. Hope he's fine. Not a doctor. Might be back at the end of the year if they're in it. <laughs> Especially uh, we'll with something being hurt, too. Um, this, this could go bad. Yeah, that one's that had me scared. I have a lot of shares of him. It'll be interesting to see Chubb because he's not only off the injury, but they can, they can now look and go, oh, you don't have anything on the other side? Doubling you. Yeah, it's it's going to be a tough one. This 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 one hurts him not only for this week, next week. This might be a whole season thing. Um, Pittsburgh, I'd be really interested in playing Hayward or Watt or, I mean, Watson every week play, but um, uh, Dupree, just because the Broncos had some old line opt-outs and right. their line wasn't yeah. good anyways. Um, you might see a bunch of sacks. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the Craig line of thinking that Minka's not someone I want. If you're going to have a pick six, I, I would circle this week. This seems like a week for him. Uh, from a Broncos perspective, I'm just interested in seeing the middle backer splits as far as the percentages. Um, Davis no longer there. We think it's yeah, Johnson. AJ and Josie Jewell are probably their, their two guys. Yeah, and Jewell's horrible. 
been saying it for four years. <laughs> the guy's horrible, but He's, um, it'll be interesting in seeing their snap yeah, percentages. AJ's kind of the guy here, I think, that has the most value as a backer. Man, Josie Jewell, like, I would have loved him 20 years ago. Like, he would have been a solid linebacker in the late 90s, you know, and that's the unfortunate thing is he's he just doesn't have the athleticism to kind of go sideline to sideline, so. Yep. He's got stiff hips. Very, very stiff hips. Was there anyone I didn't mention that you were interested in? I mean, obviously Bush, yeah, but that's kind it. of the floor. It, uh, the floor is the right. ceiling yeah. there. No, I'm good there. Uh, next up, Panthers, Buccaneers. Um, the Buccaneers should, I mean, in theory, be able to eat. This is a, a Carolina team that is trying to change things, but it's going to take some time. Uh, weak offensive line, a quarterback that is not – terribly mobile um i think you know this could be a good week for for barrett you know to keep picking up where he left off last year um you know devin white i want to see him take another step you know last year wasn't great as a rookie but uh i definitely think he's got uh, another level he can get to and i want to see uh you know winfield and some of these these safeties and dbs um what's uh what's your take on this game um i'm a little concerned that Brady doesn't uh, throw as often, and therefore there's not as many overall snaps. Therefore, I'm slightly concerned about, I almost said Bush, um, White and David, as far as their overall numbers, this does seem seem like a Shaq Barrett week. I'm also interested in seeing the chin snap percentage. And if he gets out there, he seems like he could absolutely eat in this matchup Uh, from a fantasy perspective. uh, From an actual football perspective, he might be mentally uh, swimming. Um, But from a fantasy perspective, he's he's this seems like a matchup that's suited for him. I think um, last time I checked the lineup wise. He's not listed as a starter, so I'll be interested to see if if that changes. Because I think um, last time I checked, our lads, which I'm pulling up right now to make sure, yeah, Burris and Boston are their two safeties, and Jeremy Chin's in the backup role for both outside linebacker and free safety, which is amazing to me. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how they they sub him in and how they move him around. Um, hopefully, this isn't a, a Willie Gay situation where he doesn't see a ton of snaps. Hopefully, they get him out because. From, coming from a smaller school, he needs to get out there. He needs to get some playing time. Uh, and this defense, I mean, is not attractive. Like, there's not a lot of great pieces on it. You know, Dante Jackson is probably their best corner, um, and they drafted just a ton. I mean, their entire draft was defense. So Brown and Yatur Gross Matos will be starting for him. Um, and so they're going to be taking their lumps. I mean, hopefully Chin gets out there to, to kind of grow and develop with these guys. Also, do you see them having – do you see the range on wins for them being outside uh, f- uh, four through seven for the Panthers? Do you see them having less than four or or higher than seven? Week one against the Raiders, they could win because the Raiders never seem to play to their ability. I don't see them beating the Buc- – I could see the Bucks sweeping them this year. Um, the Chargers could be a toss-up game, depending on how 
I mean, they got a strong defense and a solid quarterback. The Cardinals, they're not beating the Cardinals. The Falcons always underwhelm me, even though they should win. The Bears should win. Saints will win. Falcons, Chiefs, man, yeah. I could see it. I mean, they face the Lions, so that could be an easy dub. So, <laughs> so yeah. essentially what I'm saying is they don't have a whole lot of incentive to not uh, yeah, throw him out well. there. This really could be a growing pains, yeah. Figure it out. You know, it, it could be a very much a growing pains type year for these guys. You might as well let your guys that you drafted early get their licks in now. You know, because it's not like exactly. a quarterback position. Yeah. You know, when you start David Carr and he gets shell-shocked the first few years of his career and he's ruined, this isn't the same on defense. These guys tend to have a short short uh, memory, so they will just move on. So It's a lot simpler defensively versus – I mean, I know not everyone's in man, but everyone kind of has one job. The people who have – Two jobs are usually veterans. Not nah, throw them out there and figure it out. They play defense. Like it's not that hard. I mean, I'm saying that as a fat man who didn't make college football, but you know, if if you're in the NFL and you're in the top 100 and you play on the defensive side, unless you get hurt, you should see some snaps. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I think, um, you know, and, and the scheme is not, I mean, the way that they run their scheme, at least from what I've seen so far, and looking back at, at kind of how Baylor does some things to try to use it as, I mean, there's it's it can be a little hybrid and try to throw some, some exotic looks at you, but it's it should be fairly easy enough for him to pick up. But we'll see. I mean, it's the whole fun of it is you put them out there and you see what happens. Uh, next game, yep. 49ers and Jets. Ooh. There may only be one Jet that I the would Jets even are... consider playing, and that's Marcus May. Williamson? Oh, yeah, Williamson. Yeah, he's healthy, isn't he? Yep, I would play Williamson, too. Yeah, yeah the Jets are pretty hopeless here. I mean, the last time somebody was uh, hopeless in... New York from San Francisco was when the Zodiac hit up the hospital in Albany and murdered someone. You get one per show. I thought of that five minutes before the show because we switched the topic. <laughs> um, you still got your one per show, everybody. Yeah, you're, you're so starting anyways, the 49ers. Yeah. You're starting most of the key players, you know, the Warners and Bosa's and all that. I mean, it's this should be, they should feast. Yeah, uh, from a <laughs> oh, oh. this matchup's pretty obvious from a who you should have and who you, who you shouldn't. From a more interesting perspective, I will be very interested in seeing how many snaps they give to Ashton Davis. He's not going to be fantasy relevant out the shoot, but I'm very interested in a future fantasy asset mm-hmm. from from him. Um, as far as the 49ers, um, it'll be interesting to see Quan and how they play him and his whole scheme. Um, he was basically plummeting last year and then he got hurt. But we also know that most often when he's out there, you're looking at what a top five backer. 
Yeah, he's not looked great since coming over from Tampa, that's for sure. Can you name me someone who's got a higher variance this year? With a, I mean, take out the injury thing, but, but that's anybody in the league. Name me somebody who's got a higher variance than him in the league. Off the top of my head, no. I mean, he's... He's feast or famine. Yeah, I mean, we might be looking at this, and he's the third linebacker on the season. He might be 63rd. We uh, we have no idea. This isn't a one-week thing. This is an every-week thing. They they say he's looking fine, he but really? I haven't heard... I haven't heard anyone say, yeah, this guy sucks. We're getting rid of him after right. the third week. Mm-hmm. You don't hear that, but I'm not saying that they would, but his salary says they might yeah. after the year. So he, he, he'll be very interesting. Anything else you had to add on that game? Dry. Similar to the next game, Jaguars-Titans. Yeah. Um, the the interesting thing, and I just put an article on Roto Heat um, on the 11th, kind of talking through the Jaguars roster because people seem to be – you know, this seems to be a cakewalk to people. And I'm like, man, the Jaguars, they have a lot of young pieces that I think could grow and develop. Like, I'm not I'm not saying they're going to be, you know, some sort of dominant team this year. But um, I like what they're doing. They've got guys on all three levels on offense and defense that I think um, provide a nice core to their team. I know they jettisoned leaders and superstars with bad attitudes and things like that. I mean, the team's transitioning. I mean, it just is what it is. But this Jaguars defense has guys I'm interested in. You know, they've got Chase on, on the on the end potentially to rotate with Josh Allen. I think he could develop because I think I like him better as a defensive end than a linebacker for sure. Um, but obviously Josh Allen, Caleb on Chase on the rookie. Linebackers, I know a lot of people are down on Miles Jack. I wanna see I wanna see I you know, I wanna see that athleticism. Uh, I hope that he can finally do something because, you know, He's got just the profile of being this stud linebacker, and he's just never put it together. Um, and he may never, you know. Th- this may be just kind of a lost cause. Uh, and then at the safety group, I want, or the line, or the cornerback group, I want to see C.J. Henderson. I think he can be fantasy relevant because people are going to target him as a rookie, but I like the kid. I think he's a solid player overall. Um, from the Titans side, I mean, they're, you know, these guys will probably eat pretty well, you know. Um, Gardner Minshew last year didn't throw a ton of interceptions, but they'll probably get a pretty fair amount of opportunities to get sacks because he moves around a lot. Um, and that offensive line is not great, but it's not terrible either. Uh, so I think there'll, there'll be a lot of tackles and, uh, and a few sacks here in this game. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, Rashawn Evans is someone I'll be looking at Tennessee Bayard. Uh, the floor is the ceiling with him. Um, I'm, Obviously interested in Josh Allen. It'll be interesting uh, to see how far Jason is to ease up on Allen. And I'm sorry, who did you say that you were not interested in? Or was it's it's well, kind of over? It's, it's Miles, I'm sorry. J- Miles Jack and was, the linebacker was that on group. I think it's, it's either this is kind of the time for them to step up or it's just going to be done. Like they're just not really going to ever be fantasy relevant. No, I I understand. Uh, full disclosure, I looked off on the right and saw Kayvon Thibodeau make an amazing play on a highlight, and I just smiled and lost <laughs> lost the podcast for five seconds. I'm like, wait a minute, wow, yeah, he's he's gonna be awesome in the league. <laughs> I 
know. So I figured that's that's who you were talking. Yeah, it's just I I don't think he was ever the same after the injuries, and it's we're not doctors. Sucks. Ha! Schobert will get his usual hundred and forty tackles probably weekly because they're going to be on the field a lot. I think the Jaguars win. I don't know, three games. Um, but that's because I think Minshew is more round five stuff than actually good. But yeah, there's there's not much to add here. It'll be interesting to, to see if the Jaguars have a streaming safety after the whole Harrison thing, but we have to see right. snap percentages. Yeah. I mean- yeah, that's on some of that stuff. You know, that's really hard to tell. But the other, on the other side of it, you know, Mitch was six and six as a starter last year. I was pleasantly surprised with how he played. I know everybody on the team mashes on me because I, I was slammed the table telling people to make sure they grabbed him because he was going to have fantasy relevance, and he did. I'm not saying he's great, and I'm not super excited about him long term. But you know, this team, you definitely was, have profit on your hand. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, we've talked longer than them about the about them than they probably deserve. Uh, Giants, Bears. Oh yeah. One last thing yeah. on the Titans: if you're gonna have Harold Landry, this is a good week for him. Okay. It's a good week for him. But yeah, the Giants, Bears. Bears um, yeah, pretty much. This, I mean, if the well, he might have a pick six he might not have a more than three tackles because uh biscuits can't figure out how to throw it uh, three feet well but he they move um line a lot too i mean he he plays in the box i mean they peppers is one of those guys that's really versatile and i think he'll get his tackles but i think he has the opportunity for a, a pick six in this game as well uh so i'm excited about him this game but that's really on the on the giant side yeah and i am a logan Ryan fan, but I don't think this is the week for him. Um, yeah. Bears kind of are what they are. If you are going to play Mac, this seems like a decent week for it because the Giants' old line is not there. Um, but that's league specific. Is he listed as an edge right. or end or? Yeah, I mean, because it's back that's he should be specific. able to do well he's either facing you know first round pick andrew thomas or Cor- cameron fleming who is not you know who's bounced around the league so he definitely should have every opportunity to be successful if this is if he's going to this will be a good week for it yeah and even thomas who i thought was old line one and and no one else did um he was raw on film um Side note, I can't believe I got eight and a half to one on him as the first old lineman off the board. I thought that was uh, surprising. Yes, I am a nerd. I scout the old line before the draft. I notice them while I'm scouting. There's I don't always sn- focus on them, but I see them. Yeah, we get snow up here in Wisconsin, and you have to sit inside. It's It's not fun at times. Anyways. Yeah, is there anyone else that you're interested in? I mean, outside of, I almost said, uh, Schobert, it's the other big, yeah, it's the other big, ah, slow white linebacker from Wisconsin. Yeah, was there anyone else you were interested in? Not terribly. Uh, Next up, Rams, Eagles. 
Um, Rams, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see John Johnson back on the field after the injury. Uh, I've always been high on him. I think Taylor yeah. Rapp will be an interesting play to see how, how he does uh, in his second year. Um, looks like he's, you know, kind of solidified himself as a starter. Outside of that, I mean, you know, your usual Aaron Donald will be a fine play. But, man, I'm not excited about these linebackers at all. I mean, Leonard Floyd, Micah Kaiser, and Troy Reader leave very little to be excited about. So um, you're pr- basically starting either safety and Aaron Donald, and that's really about it. Uh, and then on the Eagles side, it's basically a lot of the same. You know, the guys you know are, st- are playable are playable. But even in this one, I mean, somebody's got to get the tackles, but it's like it's hard to imagine, you know, Nathan Jerry, TJ Edwards, or Duke Riley being super exciting and startable. Uh, what do you think about this one? Um, you know, I mean, outside of your usual Fletcher Cox and things like that. Um, I'm more interested in Kaiser than maybe you are. Um, can we get to week nine where I can say, come on, Davion Taylor on the Eagles. Other than that, I don't, you know, someone from the Eagles is going to make a sack in this game and probably multiple, which, which one yeah, I mean, I have no clue. I, I would guess Brandon Graham if I had to put my chip on the table because he tends to be the guy that finds a way to do it. But yeah, could be Derek Barnett, yeah. could be Fletcher Cox. Barnett, yeah. Barnett has went from looking awesome to looking average. So we'll see. I mean, that's also how Brandon Graham was, and then he broke out at 40. age. <laughs> 26 or 27 right. yeah 55 whatever it was i know he's a michigan man and he's been in the league for a minute he's made his uh, money he'll be fine in life um but yeah there's just i don't see anyone beyond the front uh, four who i'm interested yeah. in on the eagles well, well, perspective the offensive line is so bad that it's like you have to take your shots here because you got to think somebody's going to break through because uh, that Rams offensive line is, they just don't show it any attention. <laughs> and with your quarterback being a statue, like you yeah. think you would want to protect him so that he had time to throw, but nope. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a reason they uh, throw the slant to Cup and Woods and come on, Acres, soft uh, my fantasy shares. Yeah, right. Come on, Acres. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you got this in you. Yeah, there's. There's not much. We're just yeah, going to move on up, from that one. Yeah, next uh, Vikings, Colts. Vikings, Colts. Um, Vikings will be interesting to see if and when um, Hunter's healthy. I know he has to sit the first uh, three weeks. Yep. Not a doctor up the middle. Kendricks is what he is. Harrison Smith is what he is. I don't see anything that alters it. Maybe you play a little more Anthony Harris this game, just if Rivers is a, is a little more scattershot. But I wouldn't want to either. Um, Colts' perspective, beyond the obvious, I'm interested to see the snap percentage of Willis and see if he gets legit safety um, snaps. Obviously, Leonard is what he is. He's awesome. Um, and this one. Oh, go ahead. 
I know they. I was just saying this one. Go ahead. You know, the guy I've been slamming the table on for over a year now, Bobby Okariki, should get his opportunity. Looks like he's in the starting lineup now. I like his ability to get sideline to sideline. I really want to see him with more action. Um, I think he could he could develop nicely uh, opposite Darius Leonard, but you know I want to see DeForest Buckner too. I you know I was a big fan of him. You know especially last year in, in San Fran, I had plenty of shares of him and they paid off. Uh, hopefully the same thing happens this year, but unfortunately I don't know because there really isn't much around him unless you consider the corpse of Justin Houston. Um, teams could double team him and he could become irrelevant. So yeah. Yeah, there isn't much that's interesting or as far as interesting from a not known perspective in that game. I almost feel the same way about this next one because it's us. Yeah, we Packers Lions Um, Lions. Are you going to have flowers show up? I think he will, but I don't know. Um, the D backs, they kind of are what they are. Um, it'll be interesting in seeing the linebacker disbursement of uh, snaps. Um, Tavai, Collins, um, who else am I? Yeah. Davis. It'll be interesting in seeing how they divvy up the snaps there Packer perspective. I'll be very interested in seeing the ceiling on Kirksey. Um, cause they don't have anyone else. I I'm a savage fan, but, but, uh, but they switch the safeties up a lot. Um, I think you might have a DB one season out of savage, but, it's an outside I've shot. My starting lineups on a weekly basis. Um, so let's uh, let's hope that it's closer to not being an outside shot. <laughs> I love Savage, man. Yeah, yeah, I have him in in a few spots. I'm not overly high on him from a fantasy spot, but if they don't have a second legitimate backer, you can see him playing that. Pepper's role and he might really shoot up. It's an outside shot, but it's a shot. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, it'll be tough. I mean, I, I'm starting him on a weekly basis in some of the leagues that I've got him just because I, I think even as, even as floor, he still should get a fair amount of tackles. Um, you know, and then some of the games, this won't be a game like Stafford's not throwing interceptions unless somebody really misses their route. Like Stafford's pretty, Pretty well on point. Um, he's not very quick to turn a ball over. Um, but that being said, anything's possible. Um, from the defensive side of things for the Lions, I just don't trust any of these guys outside of Tracy Walker. If he's healthy, I play him. Um, you know, the unfortunate thing is, like I've talked about plenty of times, the guy's a missile. He throws himself into everybody and gets hurt. So uh, Jared Davis has the ability, has the talent, just doesn't know how to slow down and tackle people. Like he just runs, he just doesn't slow down. Um, flowers I never trust just because you never know which week you're going to get the flowers that wants to get fantasy production and which one's just showing up to get a paycheck. So, uh, outside of that, I mean, for green Bay, obviously my, my Michigan homerism, I want to see Rashawn Gary, but 
he seems to be more plus yeah. than boom. I I can't see him playing serious uh, snaps ahead of either one of the Smiths Not until they're gone. So he may he may be on the pine and subbing in uh, at points, but that's about it. So yeah. uh, next up is Falcons Cowboys. Yeah, it is Jones healthy and functional again. If he is, you have an elite ceiling. I don't know if he is. Um, there's not much else to really hit on from the Falcons' pers- uh, perspective. Are you going to see Fowler pack it in because he got paid? Wouldn't be the first nope. time it's happened. Keanu Neal will be about the um, one I'm interested in seeing. Yeah. Um, Dallas, oh yeah, and if he's healthy, you have elite ceiling. Not a doctor. We'll see how it plays out. Um, Jalen Smith, mm-hmm. you know what you have. LVE, I'm not a neck doctor. Um, I'm not overly high on Lawrence, but if you're going to have him, this seems like a weak f- ha- ha for him. Um, yeah, they have Matthews, but I can... Um, I can see that as a shootout, and if you're in a shootout, right. you're going to get sacks. Um, there's not much else here that's just not obvious. Yeah, I, I'll be interested to see how the how the Cowboys yeah. safeties do, just because Atlanta's good at putting the ball in the air. Yeah. I think Thompson and Woods could get some action, with, depending on how they they their snaps go. But uh, next up, Bills Dolphins. Um, Edmonds, yeah, Edmonds is is what he is. Uh, Milano is what he is. Uh, Milano, I would probably not be as interested in for this particular week, just because you can see Miami behind and throwing, and he's more of a mm-hmm. steady Eddie tackler. Um, I'm more interested in Edmonds so this, this week. Show. Yeah, this you could see. Poyer uh, showing out. I'm not huge into t- t- Jerry Hughes. Seems right. like the week for him. Um, from a Miami perspective, I'll be interested in seeing just overall if Baker. I don't think he he's as horrible as he showed initially. If he got the help that we think that they have in terms of Jones and some of their other draft selections, it'll be interesting in, in seeing the ceiling on him, yeah. um, on him because they are going to have a bunch of guys outside Howard. Um, who's the guy they no, drafted Ig-Bahini. in the first round? Was it? Was it, yeah. Igbahini um, and Jones. Um, are they going to be funneling a bunch of these up the middle? If that happens, you've got a nice little ceiling there. Um, was there anyone else that that I didn't hit on in that matchup that interests no, you? No, particularly. I mean, they, you know, they've got a lot of names. You know, they brought over in free agency Calvin Oy and Jack Lawson, some of those guys. But I, Baker's really the one that, that I've had any interest in. Um, you know, I think Igmanogany will be a fun play 
until he gets up to speed because people will be targeting him, so he'll get plenty of tackles and things like that. But yeah. Now that's it. Uh, Washington, Arizona is next, and that should be an interesting matchup just in terms of seeing some of these defenses. Um, you know, from Washington's side, they've got studs along that defensive line. There's a lot to like. You know, Chase Young should be able to make some things happen. And, and most weeks, I would expect Chase Young to uh, to be able to get a fair amount of play. Uh, him and Montez Sweat, I think, will be fun to watch to see how they develop because those guys coming off the edge, I mean, that's a ton of speed. Uh, that's a ton of length and talent there. Um, from the middle, there's no linebacker in, in Washington that I really have much interest in. I mean, Cole Holcomb, but he's a backup. I thought I thought he could be kind of your steady tackler. But he's not going to get any playing because, you know, 70-year-old John Bostick uh, in the back end. Landon Collins is about the only guy. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if they played Bostick over Holcomb. I can see Davis on the field a lot just because he he knows the system and and all that. But I'd be shocked if uh, Holcomb is not the second. Or at least he might end up as the first, but I'd be shocked if he if he's not the first or second backer that they have yeah, on the field. I would field. think so. I mean, looking at looking at the the depth charts that have been put out, obviously not looking good for week one. But I'm, I would be surprised as well because Holcomb's probably probably their best linebacker. I mean, Deion Hamilton is probably their most athletic, but I don't think he's a great tackler. So. On the other side, I'm probably fading Hicks for this week just because you're going to have enough. I would be more interested in playing mm-hmm. Jones and Baker for this week versus playing the two or three guys that we're calling backers. And by two or three, we're going to include right. Simmons in there. Um, We're not thinking he's a safety yet, but. You never know. I don't know. They, I would say they should, but you know, I'm just some idiot sitting at home here, not right. actually in the NFL. Yeah. Baker, um, I think Baker's probably a safe weekly play in most cases. So I, Baker's kind of a guy I wouldn't bring yes. up just because I expect everyone to start him if they've got him. Isaiah Simmons, I think at some point will be startable, I, but not this week. Yeah, I. You're either going to have a pick six, fumble six. Or you're looking at three t- tackles and you won 31 to seven. Um, I just I don't see this as a Jordan Hicks week. Although if you own Hicks, you might be putting him out there anyways, just because you might not have other options. But this is not a not Hicks a week. Play for sure. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he is good just not this week at least in theory um was there anyone uh, uh we didn't mention landon collins but he's he's a little more uh the right. floor yeah, is the ceiling him each week no matter what it's in most cases uh yeah so okay so we're getting close to an hour so we i'm gonna rapid fire these last eight teams real quick and you just bring up anybody you think we should be trying to play uh ravens yeah. texans Chiefs, Chargers, Patriots, Seahawks on Sunday Night Football, and the Monday Night Saints, Raiders. Are there any names that you're super high on that you think need to be considered? Um, I'm not a 
Queen fan, but I'll be interested in seeing how many snaps he gets. They don't have anything else. Um, the Texans, we kind of hit on them earlier in the show. Cunningham and everyone else. Watt also. Um, the Chiefs, we hit on them earlier in the show. I don't see that changing. Uh, maybe you play Clark a little more next week. Um, just because of the matchup. Um, Murray, Chargers I'm interested in. I'll be interested in seeing um, Nas Hatterley um, and seeing the safety disbursement without Derwin. I hope he gets healthy. He is so elite. Poor guy, man. He just gets hurt a lot. Yeah, he just gets hurt a lot. Go Seminoles. Um, Patriots. I don't know if it's a week one thing or a week eight thing. I'll be interested in watching Duggar. Um, Bentley's probably your cheap late round redraft uh, flyer. He's got upside because he's all they have, but they've also had a lot of those where they don't. I mean, when's the last Patriot that he played up the middle that that you felt, hey, you know, this is someone I'm interested in. Was it Mayo? Probably. Like I'm interested. I'm interested to see Josh I mean, Uche, how they use him. Uh, maybe it's my Michigan homerism. But yes. His, his his range and his size and his ability. I think he could be um, not this week because it's too early in the season. But as time goes on, I think he could be you know could step up and take kind of the mantle as their best linebacker. Yeah. And from an actual football perspective, I'm interested in him. I think he plays edge a lot, and that kind of makes yeah. me go, eh. Um, Winovich, if you have him, you're throwing him out there this week because Seahawks haven't invested a first-rounder in their offensive line since, you know, huh, we were still England, <laughs> seems like. Or at least the first-rounder that they have never saw the field was that um, oh, yeah. Ifedi or whatever. That, that guy was horrible. Um, uh, from the Seahawks, I'll be interested in seeing um, how their second backer, how they have the uh, the splits on them. It'll be interested to see how mentally up to speed Brooks is. Um, Jamal Adams is what he is. Wagner is what he is. Hopefully they don't cannibalize each other uh, from a fantasy perspective that much. Um, cause we're hoping that those guys are elite and it's hard to have multiple elites on the same defense. Um, anyone else I missed no, in I, that I mean, game? I think, you know, in, in most of these games, when I was looking, looking this, this last bit, you kind of know who the guys are that you're playing. So, um, I don't know that there's really anyone that stands out. The rookies are the guys that I'm interested in seeing on some of these matchups, you know, Murray from chargers, things like that. But you know, you kind of know who the guys are on most of these defenses here at the end of this. Yeah. The Saints, I'll be interested for Bond, and it's the snap mm-hmm. percentage thing. How much is he mentally up to speed? Um, they did release yep. Bradham. Hopefully that means that he figured it out mentally. Oh, and can, actually, now that I say that, how how is he not signed by the Chiefs, like, 
yesterday watching that game last night how how is he not signed there like i know i know he's not overly fast anymore but what they've got look what you have look what you got um raiders up the middle is going to be interest um interesting littleton is what what he is um i'll be interested in seeing abram and uh feral um mad max yeah, and Mad Max is what he is, probably. But it'll be interesting in seeing if uh, Farrell looks at it and goes, hey, you know, I have a semi-elite on the other side. Can I become the fourth overall that they selected? I didn't think he was the fourth. I thought he was not more like the 30th. But even so, legit first round. Um, and it'll be interesting in seeing Abram um, if he becomes what we hope, uh, from a fantasy perspective, he's not overly, um, he doesn't have a super high ceiling, uh, from an NFL perspective, but from a fantasy perspective, um, he's a little slow and he hits and he plays uh safety. Um, that would be Landon mm-hmm. Collins. And we're looking at him as a top five yep. weekly option. Absolutely. That defines Abram. So, was there anyone I missed in either of those matchups that... Oh. As far as then, overall, um, Chauncey Gardner... Could be a sneaky play. Johnson. As well. I'm not necessarily interested in this matchup, but the shootout matchups I'm interested in, in him for. Tampa Bay, the Falcons. Um, anyone else who... Th- um, who throws it frequently, he can see the field a lot and, and he can move, but Oakland or Vegas, Los Angeles, Hawaii, wherever they play, doesn't really matter. Um, Raiders, they don't seem like the matchup for, for him. Probably not. But yeah, was there anyone yeah, I mean, else I Raiders missed? Linebackers should do well. You know, Kwiatkowski and some of those guys should should be solid yeah. plays, but probably not super sexy. But no, I think we're good. Um, so that wraps up week two. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy week one, week two. Hopefully, everything goes well for you. Uh, if you guys have questions, need lineup help, Facebook, we got a community there. Discord, we got a community there. We post start sit questions on Facebook and Discord and YouTube and all these places. It doesn't just have to be offensive starts at questions. You can ask defensive questions. I'll force these guys to vote. Paul and I, obviously, and Craig and I will uh, will vote happily, but we'll, we'll get the team voting on, on IDP start sits. If you need it, uh, let us know. We appreciate your guys' time, as always. Like, subscribe, do all the things, five-star rating reviews on the pod, all that is much appreciated. We'll talk to you guys again next week. Thanks for listening to the IDP Heat Seekers podcast with Brad Menendez, Craig Reith, and Paul Belton. You can find us over on Twitter at RotoHeatFantasy or at RotoHeat.com.